Shalom, Shalom, Baracha. We're here together to learn about Hashem before Hanukkah, Hanukkah from the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch. Simen Kuflamites, what's Allah Habez? We're learning with Fushleim, Rachma Katun, Basleya, Bikarv. Okay, Zak, the Allah Habez. We do not fast on Hanukkah, but days before and after Hanukkah, we are permitted to fast and as well uh, to have, have spayed them eulogies. Uh, before and after, but not on Hanukkah. Halacha Gimel. On Hanukkah itself, proper, we are allowed to do work, of course, not on Shabbos. During the week, we are. However, Nashim have a stringent custom, a, a, a minute, that calls in mind that the candles are burning within the house on the Menorah. They do not do work, and we should not be makeo, we should not be lenient in such a thing. And the reason that women have a more stringent minute to not work during the time the lights, the candles, the licht, the, <laughs> the neighbors are burning, is because the uh, gezerah, the decree against the woman, much more stringent. So we, they are more machmed, they are more stringent on themselves uh, during the time that the neighbors are burning. Uh, what was one of the gezerahs, the Kitsa says here, is that the all unmarried, previously unmarried women that became engaged, that were to get married, had to have relations first with the governor, with the general. And furthermore, the nace itself, one of the big miracles of Hanukkah, took place to a woman. As we know, the Kain Gadol, Yechen Kain Gadol, had a daughter that was very beautiful. And the king was looking, the king that pain Klai saw, was looking to have relations with her. Uh, so what she do? Bechachma, Bemirma. She tricked him, and she agreed. And she went. She brought with her cheese. She fed him cheese, which made him very thirsty, and he became, fell into a drunken stupor, intoxicated, he fell asleep, and uh, that's the way it was, and she went and she she cut off his head, and she brought the head back with her to Yerushalayim. When the general saw that the king's head was missing, he was beheaded, so they panicked and ran off, the whole army. Therefore, there are, okay, that was a nice one of the nisim that took place to a woman, and because of that, the kids up, that we are knowing many people, or some people, to eat cheesy items on Hanukkah, to remember the miracle that took place through the dairy, through the cheese. Okay, halacha dalad. Four. All oil is permitted, is kosher, to be used for the lights of the Hanukkah menorah. However, it's a more beautiful mitzvah to take olive oil. Why? Because it's comparable to the nace that took place in the Migdash, in the base of Migdash, in the high, holy temple, that took place through olive oil. However, if you cannot locate, do not have olive oil, so you should try to find oil that's light is bright and clean. In other words, it's not jumping around and and it's not giving off smoke. This is my own interpretation. Zach Vinaki. That's what it says here in the Kitsa. Furthermore, candles of wax are permitted, because it's also a bright, pure light. However, you should not take two wicks and intertwine them and braid them, because then it's no longer considered a nair, but a medura. It's not one light, it becomes more like a lantern, like a large fire, large light, like we have by Abdullah. But only take a single wick for each light, and you should not make a, any type of life in a menorah that with wax candles that are previously used for idol worship in a, or houses of a blade because then it's considered meos disgusting. 
So too, all psilis, all wicks are permitted, are kasha for Nechanika, but it's a mitzvah and a mufka to take tzamegefen, perhaps that's, uh, here it says boimbal, tzamegefen I think is cotton, and we do not need to use new wicks each night, but you could use the wicks from the night before, even though it had previously been used the night before. Halacha hey, tinging on the previous halacha, if you light with a ner, a, a, a reciprocal, or something that a, that the oil goes into, a ner of cheres, a pottery, so since you used it the first night, since it used it the previous night, the first night of Hanukkah, or whichever night, then it already has the residue and it looks uh, disgusting. It becomes old. And the, the, the kitsa says, then, by the do not use it again because it's already disgusting. It's messed up. Therefore, you should purchase for yourself a beautiful manure of metal so you shouldn't come into problems with pottery. And he who has the ability, he should acquire for himself a manure of silver to beautify the mitzvah. And he also brings down that's in Simon Shulchan Aruch, Tafresh Ayin Gimel. Okay, but here the kids is called Simon Kuflamites. Halacha Vav, and then uh, we'll continue Bezus from tomorrow, but Halacha Vav. It's a simple custom. It's a minic pasha in our countries to follow the law of the Gemara of Dumahajim and Amahajim, the most beautiful particular type of mitzvah. That each person in each house lights a ner each night. The first night, one. Each person lights one ner, and the second night, each person lights two ner. And similarly, the Iran, each night, each person airs another ner, till on the eighth night, all the people in the house are lighting eight nairs. However, the kids are cautions, and so the Gemara also discusses, Tesis, that each person should place their menaira in a different place. Why? In, the, in order for those who see the menaira, all the nairs, to recognize that they're separate menaires, and it's not just many, many lights together. And the Kitsaya stipulates as well that you should not light the menorah in the place where you light nares all year in order to recognize that the nares are for Hanukkah. Okay, okay, Kol Tov will continue with Hashem tomorrow's Zayagzim.